ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. It is Tuesday, November 24th. Your Drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the Miller Lite phone lines, 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, hold true, great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. We, as I always say, and I usually mean it, as I always say, we've got a lot to get into today. Last night, I see that Tennessee State puts it out on their website. Not really an announcement, more or less, they updated their schedule page. So I get wind of this, and I see that Tennessee State postponed. No, nothing that No, nothing that good. Tennessee State canceling. The game between Marshall and Tennessee State, that's the Friday game, has been canceled. So that's on their website last night. And, of course, we get confirmation later that's the case. Tennessee State off the schedule. And so the scramble is on to find a replacement. Now, Marshall is yet to send out the official release on this. However, I did get the release earlier in-house note from IMG because we've got the broadcast to get ready for here on Friday. So we get the notice as part of being affiliate that the opponent for Marshall on Friday has changed and it's going to be Arkansas State. So IMG sends us out the notice. And so that's where we're at right now. We're waiting for the official confirmation from Marshall. Maybe that comes this hour. Maybe it comes after the show. Whatever the case may be, it's going to be Arkansas State. When we get the official word from Marshall, just to put the cherry on top, that will be the replacement game after Tennessee State has to pull out. Marshall will be facing off against Arkansas State. That's Friday, same time. Nothing has changed other than the opponent. So that's where we're at starting off with Marshall's schedule. And again, I'm pretty solid on that because IMG sends me out the notice to let me know we've got a game on Friday. Here's what time it is. Here's the opponent. So there's that. And then the conference sends out the TV schedule. And this is the initial broadcast schedule as they call it. I'm sure more games will be scheduled. We'll find out. Not every game Marshall has is listed as all the other conference teams as well, not every game listed. There will be some, I'm sure, different games put on other platforms. Don't forget, CUSA.TV is an option here. But we do know that on CBS Sports Network, Marshall at Western Kentucky, that game on January 14th, that's going to be on CBS Sports Network. We also know that the game on the 17th with Western Kentucky, that's going to be CBS Sports Network on Facebook. So Western Kentucky at Marshall, game on the 17th of January. CBS Sports Network on Facebook is where that's going to be. I think a lot of you have enjoyed those Facebook games, found it pretty accessible. You've been able to watch those games, so I don't think that's terrible. And then I counted five games on Stadium. 
And I'll double check this. Let's make sure because uh, I, I went through the entire list. And the game on the 19th of December against you and I, that's going to be on Stadium. The Charlotte series on the 8th and 9th, also on Stadium. This is January. January 23rd, Marshall at FIU is on Stadium. And then on February 27th, North Texas at Marshall on Stadium. Now, ESPN Networks. Most of these games are on ESPN Plus, so if you don't have an ESPN Plus description, you might want to start picking up one. Marshall at Louisiana Tech. That series, both on January 1st and 2nd, going to be on ESPN Plus. Marshall at FIU on the 22nd of January, ESPN Plus game. The series between Old Dominion, Marshall's at Old Dominion, on the 5th and 6th of February, those games will be on ESPN+. Plus. The games on the 12th and 13th of February, Middle Tennessee, at Marshall, ESPN+, Plus games. So you're seeing a trend here. A lot of these games are going to be on ESPN+. Plus. The Rice Series, Marshall at Rice on the 19th and 20th of February, both of those games on ESPN+. Plus. North Texas at Marshall, that game on the 26th of February, that's going to be on ESPNU. So that's the initial schedule here. And, of course, I'm sure there's going to be some flexibility in some of these games. We'll see it down the line, I'm sure. But this is what it looks like as far as the Marshall portion of this schedule is concerned. It's my best guess that some of these games that haven't been mentioned they're going to find their way either on different platforms as the season progresses, or for the most part, I think you're going to see CUSA.TV utilized. So that's going to be an option for you as well to subscribe to that platform. For the most part, you get your subscription to ESPN Plus for those games that you can attend. And a lot of these games are on the road. Like, for example, Louisiana Tech's on the road, Old Dominion's on the road, Rice is on the road. Those games are going to be on ESPN+. Plus. The Middle Tennessee series, for those of you lucky to go, you don't have to worry about ESPN+, Plus, but that series is going to be on ESPN+. Plus. So really, most of these games that you're going to get on ESPN+, Plus look like they're the road games. And, of course, there are a few games on stadium, and we'll see the rest of the TV schedule. It's coming out. And, of course, if you can't subscribe to these packages – don't feel pressured. We have it for you right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930, also on 93.7 The Dog. So we've got you covered. You've got the game no matter how you get it. Either you win the lottery for a particular game, you get to go. We've got you covered on the radio side. Of course, we always encourage you, if you watch the TV side, please turn the TV audio down. If you can, sync it up to the radio, which I know it's hard these days. But with all the digital delay of everything, it might sync up. I don't know. And that's where we're at with the TV schedule. So we start off with the Tennessee State game. That game's off on Friday, replaced by Arkansas State. That's the game Marshall picks up. So Thundering Herd not losing a game, just rescheduling a different opponent now. And, of course, now we have the TV schedule. We've got a lot more coming up on this evening as well. And, of course, I have been filibustering just a little bit. Because I now have the official release here. Marshall Basketball hosts Coppin State, Arkansas State, 
to begin the 2021 regular season. So this just came out. So this makes it official. This is the cherry on top I was telling you about. Makes it official. So now you know. And I've got the tip times in TV. This is for Marshall across the board here. So here you go. I timed it just right. And I'm going to run it all down for you. Just make sure I didn't miss anything. All right. I was telling you CUSA TV might be a thing. Well, here it is. Coppin State, that game, along with Arkansas State, 6 p.m. tips, CUSA TV. December 13th, 2 p.m. tip against Ohio, CUSA TV. December 16th, Toledo, 6 p.m., CUSA TV. December 19th, Northern Iowa, 2 p.m., that's going to be on Stadium, as I mentioned. UNC Asheville, 6 p.m., December 22nd, CUSA TV. And then, let's see. I've got Charlotte on Stadium. I've got Western Kentucky, CBS on Facebook. FAU, Stadium, Middle Tennessee, ESPN Plus, North Texas. Uh, that's going to be on ESPNU on February 26th, Stadium on February 27th. So this is what Marshall has sent out. And, of course, I just read to you what I got from Conference USA, the initial basketball schedule. It'll be all up on HerdZone.com. Check that. HerdZone.com will have everything, I'm sure, with the schedule. So, all right, you're up to date now. As I said, we do this thing live, so you know, you're getting it as I'm getting it. And this is the home schedule, by the way. Uh, this is the home schedule that I'm reading off to you. So let's reset. Marshall, making it official now, playing Arkansas State, November 27th, 6 p.m. tip. The home slate for television looks like this. Coppin State, Arkansas State, Ohio, Toledo, Northern Iowa. These games uh, all have television homes now. The first four I mentioned, CUSA TV, Northern Iowa, I mentioned earlier, Stadium. UNC Asheville on December 22nd, USA TV. Then we get into the conference slate at the CAM. Charlotte Stadium, Western Kentucky, CBS Sports Network on Facebook. FAU Series, both on Stadium, Middle Tennessee, ESPN Plus. North Texas, ESPNU on the 26th, and North Texas on the 27th of February. Both those games in February. On stadium. Okay, now you have it. And the winners for the Arkansas State ticket lottery will be announced tomorrow. You'll get an email if you won. I think we're all caught up now. And we still have more to go because coming up tonight, we've got the first reveal college football playoff selection committee, the rankings. These mean nothing. Absolutely nothing. The only rankings that matter are the final rankings. This is a made-for-TV event coming up tonight. This is what it's all about. You're going to tune in. You're going to start talking about it. And I'm going to tell you my picks. Also, I've got from earlier this afternoon, earlier this morning, actually. Let me me reset that. We went early today, at least early for me. We have uh, Jared West. We've got um, Tavion Kinsey. We've got their comments ahead of tomorrow's game. We'll talk to them. We'll get your phone calls in. 
I told you, jam-packed show. It's coming up here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, this is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. A couple big things we want to get into with you. First of all, the College Football Playoff Selection Committee rankings. Out tonight, first edition. Don't sweat it. Don't worry about it tonight. This is not going to be the final rankings. It's not something you want to worry about. But if you do want to worry about it, I've got an idea. I've got an idea at least in my head. If I'm voting... I don't know where I'm telling you. I don't know where. I I don't know where I'm putting Marshall. But Jerry Palm has an idea, so I'm going to give you that. But here's my picks. Alabama's probably number one. Alabama, number one. Notre Dame, more than likely number two. And then you can flip-flop Ohio State and Clemson. Three, four, you can flip those two. It'll be okay. The big one's Alabama. That's the lock. Notre Dame's the other lock. Now, for our purposes, there's going to be a lot of where's Cincinnati? Where's Brigham Young? Where's Coastal Carolina? And I don't want to incense you too much, but in just kind of getting a feel for some of the talk, some of the publications and outlets covering this and and speculating, Marshall's not being brought up. And I don't know if part of that has to do with Marshall not being able to play a few games or the fact that Conference USA is not as high profile as the American. Cincinnati right now, probably the odds-on favorite of the group of five to get a higher spot. I don't know how high they're going to go, but they'll be the top team in the group of five. BYU. And some forget that BYU... You don't put them in the group of five. They're like, they're extra. They're bonus. But BYU, where will they be? And Coastal Carolina. I think all three of those schools definitely will be above Marshall. Marshall's going to be in there, not ahead of those three. And unless those three start losing and Marshall can get some games going here and win out, and there's some drastic losses here. I don't think Marshall jumps over those schools. Now, that said, would you like to know where they might end up? One guy that likes to predict things. Jerry Palm. Where's he got things at? Okay. Here's... First, the criteria. Here's the criteria for this thing. Eye test, head-to-head if applicable, conference championship. That's pretty much it. This thing's going to be anybody's guess. So where does Palm have Alabama? Well, number one. Everybody's got Alabama number one. Number two, Notre Dame. Okay, Ohio State 3, Clemson 4. I think we all agree here. Here's where it starts getting interesting. 
Texas a and is going to be five. Again, this is Jerry Palm. This is not Paul Swan. Jerry Palm here. Texas A&M, five. It's got Florida, six. Northwestern, seven. And Cincinnati, eight. I mean, that would be pretty good for Cincinnati. Cincinnati, eight. They might be able to work their way in. A lot of speculation. Can they work their way into the final four, the top four? Uh, let's, let's not go there just yet. Miami's going to be nine. Indiana's going to be ten. A lot of respect for Indiana. BYU is going to be 11. And then Oregon will be 12. Wisconsin, 13. Iowa State's going to be 14. Again, this is the Jerry Palm list. Oklahoma, 15. USC, 16. Georgia, 17. That puts Oklahoma State at 18. Coastal Carolina, 19. Marshall, 20. And I'll stop right there. I'll go to 25. Louisiana, 25. I'll skip the other three. It's right there. There's your 20. Marshall, in this ranking, would be a top 20 team. That's pretty good. Marshall's got an opportunity to get into the Conference USA Championship game. That's going to be pretty good as well. So, outside of this thing, everything that Marshall's shooting for right now can be achieved. Marshall can go undefeated. Marshall can win first the East Division, then the Conference USA Championship, and then Marshall can go to a bowl, and that's going to be crazy this year. We don't know which bowl will Marshall be in because a lot of the Conference USA bowls are going to be a few days later. You're not just going to turn around and say, okay, you're playing in a bowl game five or six days later. Is that what's going to happen with this team? I don't know. I can't answer that one, to be honest with you. And so the Thundering Herd maybe going to play a later date, closer to New Year's. Can't answer that right now. That's another show altogether. But 20, not catching BYU at this moment, not going to catch Cincinnati. It's going to be a fun conversation. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of speculation, a lot of people with some angst about the day, the evening. Maybe some people upset about this, but Marshall's got to win out. Hope some things happen to even get up to that high point here. I just don't see Marshall overtaking those other teams. I don't see Cincinnati faltering. Maybe can maybe can catch Coastal Carolina. Those two teams are close in these rankings. And again, this is Jerry Palm's rankings. This thing could come out and Marshall could be higher. This thing could come out. Marshall might not even be on the list. And then we've got a show tomorrow. And it's going to be a basketball show, by the way. And we'll work that in. Just want to give you the heads up. Since we do have basketball tomorrow, it's going to be mostly basketball at 5. And we're going to talk about this thing just a little bit tomorrow. That's, that's where we're at. I just want to give you the heads up on that. So that's coming up tonight. We'll have it to talk about tomorrow. Alabama, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Clemson. That's my four also. Cincinnati. That's probably going to be your best group of five team. BYU is going to be up there. Coastal's probably going to be right with or above Marshall. It could come out different. We'll find out together. When we come back from break, we're going to talk basketball. Thundering Herd in action tomorrow, taking on Coppin State. 
We'll talk about it. We have got Jared West. We've got Tavion Kinsey. When we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Buckle up. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Tuesday, November 24th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Coming up tomorrow, Thundering Herd in action for the first time in the basketball season, taking on Coppin State. We'll have that game for you. We go on the air at 5 o'clock. You can tune in to our pregame right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Also, Games will be heard on 93.7 The Dog. So we'll be all over the Tri-State tomorrow with the pregame. And we've got Jared West and we've got Tavion Kenzie. Had a chance to catch up with them earlier in the day. And this is going to be an interesting game because, first of all, these guys are excited. They finally get to go out there and play a game. After all these start and stop sessions, all of this missed time, they finally get to go out there and play a game. And Jared West earlier this morning talked about going out there and just finally being able to play on Wednesday. Yeah, I feel like we've been waiting for this for a long time. Um, a lot of speculation as to whether we were going to play or not. You know, there's a lot of questions and unknowns about it. So um, I think we're excited to play. I think we'll be ready tomorrow. And, uh, you know, I'm just excited to be back in our competition in front of our home fans. So he's back, gets to actually play a game on the court at the Cam Henderson Center and getting ready for this game, the preparation it's a little bit different. You just heard, if you didn't, Marshall had to replace a game. The game against Tennessee State, that had to be replaced. Arkansas State taking the slot on Friday. So really, not much time to truly get ready for these opponents. But when talking to Jared, he says it's not about the opponent. It's about us. Yeah, um, it's going to be tough to know anything about them. Um, no exhibition games, not a lot of film. Um, they've only got two returning starters and a lot of new guys. So it's going to be hard to to really know what they're bringing to the table. So I think at the end of the day, it's going to be down to us, you know, what we're bringing to the table, um, how we prepare, how mentally focused we are. And um, I think it's going to be more important that we're focused and prepared for the game than anything that they can do. So we just got to come mentally ready. Jared expanded on that, talking about that mental preparation. He says – that's going to be the most important, the most important part of being ready. For sure, because um, like you said, we don't. You know, you never know when a, a game gets canceled and you play a, a totally different team that you might not know much about. So, um, I feel like mental preparation and mental focus is going to be the most important thing um, at practice, at workout, watching film and stuff like that, and um, really knowing the scout report for as much as we can. So. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of self-accountability for us this year and self-responsibility. That's going to lead to our success, so we got to be prepared mentally. Got to be prepared mentally, but you also got to be able to go out there, play the game, and adapt. And that's something that Jared said that Coach is really good about. Coach D'Antoni likes teams to adapt to the herd, not the other way around. The way Coach Dan coaches, he likes for other teams to have to adapt to us. So, um... I think it's going to be very important that we just come out and we play how we're supposed to play. You know, we don't want to change for anybody that we play. And um, like I said, we, we just got to be prepared. You know, we know what we got to do. We got to follow the, uh, the game plan. We got to play our style of play on both sides of the floor. And um, 
at the end of the day, we want to make them adapt to us. We don't want to have to adapt to them. So we got to really come out and set the tone, set the pace of the game, and, um, you know, just come out and do what we do. Another guy that's excited for tomorrow, Tavion Kinsey. He's missed basketball a lot as well, and he talked about being excited for that game. Uh, definitely. Definitely excited for tomorrow. Um, we've been looking forward to this for a long time. I think our fans have been looking forward to it. City of Huntington has been looking forward to it. So um, we got some more testing to go through. We're praying that that goes well and that we can get out there on the court tomorrow. So we'll find out tomorrow if there's going to be any complications from any part of this game, any team, any team member. Hopefully we'll get all of that resolved tomorrow. Now, one thing that Tavion Kinsey says has got to happen when you get on that game court you get on that court tomorrow. You get out there. The one thing that Tavion says has to happen is that the team that can adapt first is going to have the best chance to win. Mostly we got to focus in. It's, it's going to take a lot of focus. It's going to take a lot of um, being able to adapt in the game. Um, I think we, it, the, the, the team who adapts first to the other team knows, tries to figure out first, okay, they're going to do this. Okay, we've seen this a couple of times. Okay, this might be their set player. This might be their guy. That's when we can we can win games. I think that's just how it's going to go a, a, a lot this season. Is the person who can figure out the other team first. It, it definitely is going to be ahead in the, in the in the matchup. So I think us not having any film on, I, I have a lot of trust in this team defensively first that we can get it done on the defensive end, and then we get it done on defense. We can get it done on offense with the best of them. Now there's an interesting fact that. That Tavion let us know. We don't know much about Coppin State compared to what we would know about an opponent in years past. A little bit more film, a little bit more of an idea of what these teams are going to look like when they play. But Tavion kind of gave us a hint. He said that Coppin State, when you look at them and when you play against them, they're very similar to the Thundering Herd. Um, definitely. Um, this first game, I know Coach Dan knows them. Uh, he knows their coach. And they kind of run offense like we, we do. They don't really run any type of set offenses. It's a lot of drags, pick and rolls, top of the key, pick and roll. A lot of things that we do, they down on defense. So we're going to see a mirror image of us. It's just, I think, who can perform it better, who can do it better for this first game. But throughout the season, um, being able to run and gun, play freely, it's, it's worked a long time for us. It's worked a long time for Coach Dan. So we trust in him and whatever he tells us to do, we go out there and do it. Davion Kenzie getting set for the game tomorrow. We'll have it for you once again right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We have got more to get into. A couple of items COVID-19 related also. The Hall of Fame. We've got a list of semifinalists. We'll go over the list when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Never miss a moment of The Drive with Paul Swan. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We continue on with today's edition of The Drive for Tuesday, November 24th. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. So how many of you are big Hall of Fame fans? I mean, the inductions happen... You have your favorite NFL player you root for. I'm a Bengals fan, so that's kind of a hard thing for me. But 
there are some guys to talk about. There are some guys to talk about because we've got the semifinalists for the Hall of Fame. And one of the big names on there, Peyton Manning. Megatron's on the list. Peyton Manning's on the list. Willie Anderson's on the list. Rodney Harrison's on the list, making the semifinalist. There are several names here. I mean, some of these names, I don't know if they're going to make it. Darren Woodson is going to make it in this class? Probably not. Rondé Barber? Probably not. Torrey Holt? Probably not. Not to say these guys aren't great athletes. Clay Matthews? Probably not. But the big one's probably Peyton Manning. He's got to be a first ballot. He's got to be. I mean, you look at his career. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time to play in the NFL. And sure, the guy everyone looks to is Tom Brady. He's done it all. He's not looking as good as he used to. The Patriots aren't looking as good as they used to. Maybe those two should have stayed together, organization. And, well, I mean, that's hard to say. Belichick and Brady, are they better together than apart? And, of course, the Patriots, there's a lot of work to be done there. But Peyton Manning's got to be on the list, right? He's got to be the first guy. Megatron's got to be there, right? But Peyton Manning, I'm I'm really thinking he's got to be a first ballot. He has to be. But he makes a semifinalist list today. Um, Thursday. Thanksgiving, and I hope everyone has an opportunity to enjoy some quiet time. Um, I know there's a lot of people asking, limit your gatherings, be safe, social distance where you can, and you know I, I want you to be safe as well. One of the things, though, when you do get together, and if you're doing it virtually, that's going to be cool as well. Whatever you do, be safe about it, and you have some NFL football about it as well. Now, we're going to have a triple header of action on Thursday. All three games, we'll have them right here. Thanksgiving Day, if you have to be out, you have to be in your car, or you've got to be somewhere where you can't watch the games, you have a radio, you can listen to the action. I've got you covered. Coming up. But we're kind of worried here. The Ravens right now are conducting all their team activities virtually because they've got their matchup on Thanksgiving night with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they're trying to make sure that they're ready to go because of COVID. Could we have our Thanksgiving night game Ding because of COVID. And you didn't you don't replace that. You can't replace that. You can't just dial up another game and go, okay, let's let's have it. Here it is. So that could be an interesting dynamic here. I mean, sure. We didn't used to have three games, right? I mean, it's a it this is a big deal. NFL on Thanksgiving. That's for a lot of people, that's Thanksgiving. That's the tradition. It's Okay, I don't have to work that day, and so I'm going to get turkey and all the fixings and watch football all day. Get up early, get that turkey going, get it fixed. Come on, who am I kidding? 
You've got someone else making that turkey. Come on. Who am I kidding? Unless you're the one making the turkey. And then you, know, you should get to do whatever you want. But if it's watching football, the NFL, we've got you covered if you can't watch it. But still, I mean, what's, uh, what's Thanksgiving going to look like? Is, is it going to be the same? Are there going to be smaller gatherings? Are you having a smaller gathering? And if so, you know, was watching the game the big thing? And, of course, there's a real reason why you have these games on Thanksgiving. Let's be honest with ourselves just for a second. It's one. It's a tradition. It's happened for a long time. It's a tradition, yeah. But the real reason, and if I'm wrong, you can find me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. If I'm wrong, I want to hear the real reason for it. You tell me what this means to you, watching NFL football on a, on a Thanksgiving day, going out, playing a little football in the yard, but mostly watching the game. The real reason behind this is, because you can't stand the people you're visiting. That's the real reason. You have to talk to these people. You get together, these family gatherings, you come together, and it's okay for a little while, right? How you been? Haven't seen you in a while. You put on that happy face, and then people start to wear on each other's nerves as the day progresses. Because then you've got you've to make up things to talk about. You have to have conversations. Now, if you've got a close family, this might be okay. It might be a normal thing. But you've got a lot of people in the room. Maybe don't like each other. Right? You're in the room. You don't like each other. You don't have anything to say to anybody. You're just there. I mean, maybe you're there because your spouse brought you along. And this really, this isn't your family. This is your spouse's family. You're just along. And you don't get along with these people, or you don't know them very well. Football, here it is. You have games. You pick a side. And you have something there. You come together. You bond. You bond on Thanksgiving. Because if if you're a Steelers fan, and everyone else in the room, Steelers fans, You can bond over that. Hey, how about the Steelers? That's what you do. It's it's a Thanksgiving miracle, really. You come together, you watch the pigskin, you enjoy the meal, and you don't really have to talk about anything else of importance with these people that you kind of like, maybe, or you don't like. You're just there because you're related to them, or you're related to them by marriage, or maybe... Maybe you're like a you're a significant other. You're not married, but you're like dating someone and you have to be there. Football, it's the great unifier. That's the real reason for football. On Thanksgiving, it's to keep us all together. It's so we don't have a big problem here. We can unite under football. And, of course, if you can't watch the games, we got you covered right here, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And hopefully we got that Ravens game and that Steelers uh, matchup. Hopefully that's going to be a game we have coming up on Thursday night. But that's the that's the real story. I should, I should write this down. I should write this down in a children's book. The real reason for Thanksgiving football. It's because you don't have to talk to someone. I mean, am, I, am I wrong? Honestly, am I wrong? 
I'm not. I don't think this is even open for debate. I'm not wrong because it separates people also because you'll have people who don't want to watch the game. And so where are they at? They're away from you because they're they're in the crowd that doesn't want to watch the game. And then usually that's the crowd on cleanup duty. So the crowd that they're watching the game, and you might have some crossover between the crowd not watching the game because they're on cleanup duty and the crowd watching the game. And, of course, if you got a big family, hopefully you have a big TV for this. And if you're lucky, sometimes those people that are in your, your Thanksgiving gathering, they have to leave to go to another Thanksgiving gathering. If, if you're playing host, you're set. You're stuck, but you're set. Or if you've got multiple family venues to go to, you got to go to his or her family first, and then you go to yours. You have to go make the, make the, the path. You map it out. I don't know. But we have it there. And also, if you come to the second family gathering, you still have football there as well. Hey, what's the score? You can talk about the game. You can get past the, the pleasantries and trying to come up with something to talk about. I'm not wrong. I really am not wrong. Hopefully you have a great Thanksgiving. And, of course, we're going to get it all kicked off tomorrow. We've got Marshall basketball taking on Coppin State. We go on the air at 5 o'clock right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. But there you have it, the miracle of Thanksgiving football. All in one nice, neat little package. It's because it keeps people from getting into fight. Well, okay. It keeps people from talking to each other and just focusing on the game. Because why are you? You're not talking politics. If you do tomorrow, you're you're dumb. You're just dumb. Tomorrow, the next day, Thanksgiving, you you got sports here the next few days. If you do it early, you do it later. However, you just focus on the food. Focus on the football. That's it. That's all you have to focus on. Focus on the food. Focus on the football. And there you have it. Don't forget, coming up tonight, the first college football playoff selection committee rankings. Where will the Thundering Herd be? Will Marshall be able to make the top 25? Will Marshall be ahead of Coastal Carolina? At best guess, I think Marshall's going to be right there with Coastal, but I think Cincinnati's going to be the best group of five team. Coastal Carolina's going to be above Marshall, I believe. Brigham Young, probably going to be above Marshall as well. Top four. Unless something else goes through the committee's mind, Alabama, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Clemson, those are my selections for the first picks. The first, and again, none of this matters. None of this matters. Finally tonight, other news today, the ACC men's basketball tournament. Going to Greensboro. Going to Greensboro because of COVID-19 concerns. It was scheduled to play uh, in Washington. They were going to play it in Washington. Uh, it's going to be now the host for the event in 2024. So hopefully we get everything squared away here in the next several months and we can get back to some sort of normal rhythm here. But things are moving around. Things are being canceled as we continue on. And of course, right now we have a Marshall basketball game. That is still on. No indication that that is off. But we'll find out tomorrow. Whatever the case, I'll talk to you tomorrow, 5 o'clock. 
We'll be previewing Marshall's matchup with Coppin State, getting you set for the night. All right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Enjoy the rest of your evening, everyone. Flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.